Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon, Jen, and happy Monday to everybody out there and to you. Looking forward to a beautiful fall. We are the now the second day of fall. So depending on which calendar you look at, some say it's the third, some so maybe it's the first. third. I don't so know. we are it's at the beginning third, fourth, of fall. <laughs> it's officially fall, either calendar. It's no officially fall. One. You can start wearing your boots and your brown tweed skirts and your cozy sweaters. It's going to be great. But today we're talking about falling into change and um, and really kind of the fall season and using nature and the seasons as a metaphor to change in our own lives. So. Okay. Should be pretty fun. Show was inspired by Arno, my husband. So I have an antidote for that. So we'll keep going. Not, not for your husband, but for, for fall change and all that. Oh, good. An interesting story. So. Oh, good. Excellent. Hopefully it fits in somewhere. I, I'm sure it will. And it'll be quick. So, um, so basically when you, we think about fall and we think about what's happening, I mean, the leaves are changing, the colors are changing. It starts, you know, at the end of summer, you can just start to see some of the leaves start to go yellow on our aspen trees here in town and. And then you start and back east, of course, is, you know, it's the season for color changing and same thing down in our wine country. Um, but things, you know, slowly they start to change color. They do, they become beautiful. And, uh, someone today actually sent me a, a beautiful little thing, uh, a daily dose of, um, she called it a daily dose of sea. And she, and it said that in fall, all leaves become flowers. <laughs> so it's kind of pretty. Um, but it, that's what got me thinking about it. And, one of the things that I love about watching the seasons is kind of the rhythm of nature and how um, even though you can't see it happening, everything gets done on time, right? So you don't necessarily, you, you can look at a garden and you can wait for it and you can see that, um, that it's going to grow, but you can't see it growing in action. However, two weeks go by and it's five, six inches taller, right? So, um, so when you think about how nature goes, it really, it follows its own rhythm. And when you think about humans, we follow the tick-tock of a clock. This is very true. Right? So yeah. there's... Especially the one early in the morning. Right. And you know, we're the only animals on earth, and I'm just going to call us animals because think about living things, um, that don't rise and fall with um, the sun cycle. So um, the birds do not get up earlier, even though the sun comes out... <laughs> later, right? Like they wait for the sun to come up and they, and they rise at dawn regardless of when dawn is. Whereas for us as humans, we wake up still at five in the morning when it's pitch black Mm -hmm. in the season where, where the days are shorter. So, um, I thought that was really interesting. I learned that a couple years ago and I started watching the animals and I thought, wow, yeah, uh, they're right. And the animals and the, the nocturnal animals, of course, they rise when the when the sun sets and the, and the stars come out and the moon comes out. So, um, so interesting thought, but, um, but really, uh, when we're thinking about change, we want to go from zero to 60, right? Like even hear it in commercials, like this car goes from zero to 60. You can be like stopped and then be speeding, or we want to go from unhealthy to super athlete overnight. Yeah, if that's true. Right. Yep. I mean, or yep. we want to go from broke to rich overnight. True. Right. Or, or dumb to smart. Probably dumb is the wrong word, but ignorant to smart. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, 
So you think about that and it's, we always want stuff immediately. We want this instant gratification and no one more than I, I mean, I'm, I fall into this too. I love instant gratification. That's what I love about having Siri. If my kids ask me a question, I just click on my phone and say, Siri, what came first, Turkey, the country or Turkey, the bird, (laughs) right? Which is one of the insightful questions they ask, but But you think about that and you think that nature doesn't do that. It doesn't go from seed to flower overnight. No. No, you don't get that. You go from seed to sprout and then the sprout gets hardy and sometimes dies off. Um, But then from sprout, you grow a little bit larger and then you go to bud and then eventually you go to flower. Right. But it's a long process. And it you think about um, the season of fall, you know, in in August, the trees, the aspen trees here are bright green. And they don't go from bright green to barren overnight. I mean, it's a long process. They start to turn yellow, then they get the little brown spots on them, and then the wind blows through and they fall off the trees, but only a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. They don't all fall off in one windstorm, mm-hmm. right? And so it's a slow process. And you think about, um, you think about this, that nature really models for us a great transitional period. And so it really models through spring and fall. These are the transitions and this is what change looks like. And so we're able to just literally look out the window of our homes, offices, car windows, and we're able to see transition happening every fall and every spring, right? And so if we pay attention to that and we can model after that, then we're able to do change more effectively. So this, um, so as the, as we change seasons, I've noticed I've started a kind of a new, uh, format for the show. Oftentimes on the show, we do kind of a, here's 10 tips to improve whatever. Um, but now, uh, this, this season, I think I'm going to be asking a lot more questions. So, um, so we'll be talking about a subject and then I'll be, um, and then I'll be giving you questions to ask yourself to reflect on. So, um, so that's kind of the, Making I noticed, them do the work. Yeah. I noticed, uh, um, today when I was writing, uh, a show that I was like, Oh, this is kind of my new thing. Asking questions. I like it. So, um, so one of the questions you can ask is where am I rushing right now? Where am I rushing to make something happen in my life? Oh, that's a good question. Right. And is it serving me to rush? You know, sometimes we have a limited opportunity to get something done. And so we've got to rush. We've got to take a leap of faith. We've got to risk something. But where are you rushing in your life and trying to force something to happen more quickly than it, it's supposed to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Another question that you can ask yourself is, what do I need to notice? Right. I'm in the middle of transition. I'm trying to make something different. Where, what do I need to notice? What do I need to pay attention to right now? Um, and that can be in work. It could be in personal life. It can be in the way you're behaving. Um, what do you, what do you need to be paying attention to? One of my favorite things for this part of the season is what do I need to let fall away? (laughs) Right? So what do I need to let fall away? Think about things like what behaviors do I need to let fall away? Right? What assumptions do I need to let fall away? Now, if you don't know what assumptions you have, because many times we have these kind of underlying assumptions sure. that we're not even aware of, yep. you can ask yourself when you start to worry about something, you could just ask yourself the question, what would be the risk in that? Right? What would be the risk in um, not performing up to snuff? What would be the, and, and then you might go down a little path, right? Well, if I don't perform up to snuff, um, I might be ridiculed or I might get fired. And what would be the risk to that? 
well, if I got fired, then I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be able to provide for my family and they might, you know, and what, and what would be the risk to that? Well, they might not want to stay with me and I might end up being all alone, right? Like sometimes you can trace down a little tiny fear of performance Mm -hmm. anxiety all the way down to this fear of, well, I wouldn't be important enough to be kept around. Right. And so, and you want to ask those questions because you know, and, and letting those things fall away can be really important. What relationships do you need to let fall away? Mm-hmm. Right. And what habits would you like to let fall away in this season? And it may be that you let things fall away um, and it becomes like a pruning. Right. So where do you need to prune and where where do you need to cut back now so that it comes back more vibrant next year? Mm-hmm. Right. And so thinking about that, when you think about... Um, where you need to prune to ensure a good harvest, what kind of things right now are in your life that are unimportant? Or where do you have, where are you doing things that are giving you low life ROI, right? So low return on investment for your life. They don't necessarily add to your positive emotion. They don't leverage your strengths. They don't help you connect with people who improve your well-being. They don't have much meaning and purpose. And it's not really a great achievement. Like mm-hmm. What are those kind of things that you can let, that you can prune back for right now? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't need to be doing all this. I need to be focusing in on what's important and really cutting all the rest of this back. And then where do I need to fertilize? Like, where do I need to start making deposits? Is it relationships in your life? Is it um, knowledge for your job? Is it time for yourself? Is it taking good care of yourself and really nourishing yourself right now? Um, where does that need to be? And so, um, so as you go through the kind of the last question I would, I would ask you to ask yourself is what do I need to go dormant before it can regrow? Like, what could I let go dormant right now? Like, what do I just need to walk away from and get some distance from for a little bit? Right. And how could that be dormant? to let that move forward. So, um, so those are some of the questions that you can ask yourself when you're thinking about, um, kind of nature's rhythm of change and how it applies to our lives because of, after all, we are creatures of nature. I mean, we are, we are made from the same cells, from the same, um, molecules and things that all things are made from, you know, we all, we all share energy. We all share, um, resources. And so, um, so we're part of the oneness of all of it. Right. So, um, so a lot of people, they'll say to me, okay, well, I'm ready to change. Right. And I, um, and I, I see that this is what I want to be different, right? Like I'm clear now, like I want to go from, um, being okay at my job to being like a great performer in my work. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the transition I want to make. And they want to do it tonight and they want to do it tonight. And so the reality is, is you can't do it overnight. You just can't because if you could, everybody would do it. Right. And you wouldn't be that special. (laughs) So in order to change and keep it sustainable, it needs to be a long term process. And so, um, often there's this really uncomfortable place that happens right after you recognize that you want to change, but you don't know how. And there's this kind of like sitting with it time that's very uncomfortable and feels very unproductive. And what I would welcome you to do in a cycle that I would welcome you to, um, to enjoy and, and do and, and try in this time is to notice when you're doing the behaviors that you want to change or when you're, you know, what would it take if you wanted to be a super performer at work? Like just start noticing when you're performing and when you're not, Mm 
mm-hmm. and notice the circumstances. And so that's really your job for the next month is just pay attention. Don't change anything. Don't try and adjust your style. Don't try and make sweeping changes. Don't, you know, tell everybody that, okay, I'm, I always came in at nine. Now I'm coming in at eight. Like just pay attention to what happens as you do different things and, and just watch. Mm -hmm. And then once you've watched it, then you can really pinpoint and you can name what it is that needs to be adjusted. Right. So like, wow, you know, when I come in at nine, I really don't get started until 10. That's interesting to notice, you know, and notice without judgment. Okay. There's enough self-loathing in the world. Like you don't need to add any more to it. So, so listen with notice without judgment, notice how other people react to you. Notice how, when you're feeling your best, um, when you're really performing and what you've done well, uh, half the time we're doing great and we just are so hard on ourselves. We don't realize it. And so, you know, you might, it might be noticing when you are performing Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then finally, once you've taken the time to notice all of these things, and then once you've been able to name the things then, and only then can you really start to navigate the process of change. And that's when you start to implement these small incremental changes that can lead to great sustainable changes long-term, much like nature. Right. So just you notice the little snap of the change in the air, the change in the smells outside as fall comes on. You notice the leaf color changes slowly, not quickly, not overnight. Sometimes it feels like it if you haven't looked for a few days, but um, but just notice that. And and I would just offer you that cycle of notice, name and navigate um, as you're going through change and uh and you, when you think about, there's some great quotes on nature, but one of them is, um, adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. And that's a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. But I thought that's so great. You know, she is patient, but she still is a workhorse and she has a bountiful harvest every year. So it's not because nature is patient that she's non-productive, right? She's not slow. Good thing to think about. Yeah. So how does your anecdote fit into that? Well, it's interesting. And I, I I ask me, you know, if you've heard this before, but for me, fall is the biggest season of change. A lot Mm -hmm. of people set new year's resolutions. Okay, here we go. New year or spring, you know, know, renewal, bathing suit rather. And right. You know, and even summer, but for me, it's always been fall. Yeah. It's always been, if I'm going to be effective with change in my life and changing things or starting new patterns and habits, it's fall. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. I have a, um, I have an inkling of an idea of why I think it is for me, but, uh, I think it's because, you know, the way that the school system works, we always start school in the fall. (laughs) And so we're, yeah, we're ready to, you know, we're all ready to, you know, September we gear up and we get our back to school stuff and we get everything ready and we go in and, and our minds are opened to learning. Maybe that's it. Maybe and, it's just instilled from a young age. Yeah. And it's, that's kind of our natural rhythm is that we go back and we take this long break and rest and rejuvenate and, and have lots of fun in the summer. And then we go into this time when almost we've, we're worn out from the fun of summer. I mean, we all say like, Oh, summer could go on forever. It'll be great. But I hear more people saying, Oh, I'm so excited for fall yeah. than saying, I'm so sad summer's over. Yeah. I think we tend to over schedule our summers and. Yeah. And it's nice to get back into a routine, but again, it's like, it's kind of that opening of the mind. It's like, it's a time where children go back to school and they really open themselves up to new learning. And I think that because after 12 years of that or 18 or 
21 or however many years you ever spent after you graduate, after you graduated high school in school is that we've, um, we've kind of conditioned our minds to being in that hungry state for new knowledge, for new things. And so, um, and so it doesn't have to be knowledge from a book. In fact, um, it can be knowledge from things outside of a book. And that's, um, and that's kind of our, our closing quote today by, uh, by John Lubbock. He says, Earth and sky, woods and fields, lakes and rivers, the mountain and the sea are excellent schoolmasters and teach some of us more than we can ever learn from books. So be open, use the fall to start noticing and naming, and then, uh, and then get ready to navigate as the new year kicks off. So. Fantastic. Yeah. So have, welcome to fall, everybody. Get those pumpkin spice candles going and your cozy sweaters and boots out. It's on. Yep. Already have. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you very much. Thanks, we'll see you Jen. next week. Same place, same time. Yep. And next week we're talking about values. So awesome. look forward to it. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.